Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 71. It is Friday, February 21st, 2020. I am your host, Scott Gumbar, and what's app with that? This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. All right, good morning. Um, again, if you're listening to this on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Anchor, which is where I record this, appreciate the listens. Um, I do see the audience grows steadily every week. If you could review us, leave us a great review or share it with some of your friends out on Twitter, Facebook, or other social media platforms, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my preferred social media platform these days. I would really appreciate it. Um, also, if you are in a HIPAA business, a business that is required to be HIPAA compliant, whether it's a business associate or a covered entity, hop on over to Facebook, type in Get HIPAA Compliance in the search, and join the group. Um, all right, so let's jump into it. So I first want to tell a story. I, I visited, it's, it's a light news day, so you have a moment for a story here. I visited a business not too far from me, about 10 miles from me, and uh business has multiple locations and about uh, 20 plus employees and sat down with the owner to discuss their IT needs and what I've discovered during the conversation, you know, it's a conversation to discover what kind of needs they're, they're going to have is A, he's got at least one computer using a uh, pirated version of Microsoft Windows and I'm not even sure it's Windows 10, I think it's an older version of Windows. B, he has a server I'm going to put quotes around that server that is not running a server edition of Windows. And the operating system on this version, on this computer is, um, well, let's just say the computer is 11 years old. And um, it doesn't really have a concern. His bottom line is his that he, in order for him to justify spending money on IT, he needs to see a return on investment. So in other words, he needs to be able to make money from putting in money. Um, and so I share this story not to illustrate a bad business owner because this is a common theme in the business world. I don't want to spend money on IT because it's not going to make my business any money. What that shows you is that a lack, this is a business that has many, many clients, I think in the thousands, and their client data could be exposed if they're breached. Um, and this just points out, and, and see this a lot. I see this, and I see this across all industries, not just this particular industry. I see it in healthcare. I see it in, in law firms and financial firms. I see it across the board, all industries. Um, this shows you have a lack of concern for your client's data. You don't have a value on your client's data. And those are things like names, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, social security numbers, credit card numbers, driver's license numbers, things like that. And then if you're in healthcare, there's obviously HIPAA covered stuff as well. This shows a lack of concern for your clients. This, you should not be in business if you're not concerned with your clients at the end of the day. It's really what it boils down to. Um, so I'm just gonna Leave that where it is, and you you can take from it what, what you want to take from it. But let's jump into the news. Um, first up in ZDNet, this is reported early this morning. 
Department of Defense, Defense Information Systems Agency, DISA, discloses data breach. The Defense Information Systems Agency handles IT and telecommunications support for the White House and military troops. The, de the DISA, a Department of Defense agency tasked with providing secure telecommunications and IT support for the White House, U.S. diplomats and military troops has disclosed a data breach. According to breach notification letter sent to DISA employees last week, the security incident took place between May and July of 2019 when a DISA system may have been compromised. DISA says that employee personal information, including social security numbers, was exposed during this time frame but did not say how many were impacted. The DOD agency did not provide any other details about the breach. However, it did add that it had no evidence to suggest that employees' personal data was misused prior to sending the notification letter. Um, this employs around 8,000 military and civilian employees, according to Reuters, which first spotted the notification letter earlier today. And so there is a copy of, of a letter here, a uh, very generic letter. Um, so I'm sure we'll hear more of that. On CISA, Cisco releases security updates. Cisco has released security updates to address vulnerabilities affecting multiple products. A re remote attacker could exploit some of these vulnerabilities to take control of an affected system. Um, for updates addressing lower security vulnerabilities, see the Cisco Security Advisors page. And so here's a list of what, what, um, what security updates were released. Smart Software Manager, on-prem static credential vulnerability, Unified Contact Center Express Privilege Escalation Vulnerability, Multiple Cisco UCS-based products, UEFI Secure Boot Bypass Vulnerability, Email Security Appliance and Content Security Management and Appliance Denial of Service Vulnerability, Email Security Appliance Denial of Service Vulnerability, Data Center Network Manager Privilege Escalation Vulnerability, and Data Center Network Manager Cross-Site Request Forgery Vulnerability. So... If you are using Cisco products, you're going to want to address that immediately. Also, Adobe has released some updates to address vulnerabilities in After Effects and Media Encoder. So if you're using either of those, get those updates installed. On Bleeping Computer, WhatsApp phishing URL skyrocket with over a 13,000% surge. And I'm not reading that wrong. It's 13,000. Number of WhatsApp phishing URLs has skyrocketed in the fourth quarter of 2019 after a 13,467.6% huge quarter-over-quarter quarter surge in the number of unique phishing URLs targeting its users being discovered by email security company Vade Secure since quarter three of 2019. Vade Secure's Fisher's favorites report for quarter four 2019 highlights the 25 most impersonated brands and phishing attacks with the list being compiled after examining phishing URLs detected by Vade Secure's technology. Leveraging data from more than 600 million protected mailboxes worldwide, Vade's machine learning algorithms identify the brands being impersonated as part of its real-time analysis of the URL and page content, Vade sa Secure says. WhatsApp's 5,020 unique phishing URLs detected by Vade Secure and its ascent as the fifth most impersonated brand in phishing attacks up 63 spots was the driving force behind social media brands increased in the share of URLs used in phishing attacks from 13.1% in quarter three and 24 to 24.1% in quarter four. And I can understand it because, let's face it, people on WhatsApp have a certain expectation that they are somewhat secure. And that is obviously not the case here as it is increasing the number of phishing attempts through WhatsApp. 
In related news, Facebook-owned WhatsApp announced a week ago that it now has over 2 billion users around the world. Today, we remain as committed as when we started to help connect the world privately and to protect the personal communication of 2 billion users all over the world, the company said. Earlier this month, Facebook patched a critical WhatsApp bug that would, could have allowed attackers to read files from users' local systems on the macOS and Windows platforms. In December 2019, security researchers discovered a WhatsApp vulnerability that could be used to, tra- to crash the app in a loop on the phones of all the members of a group. And then during late October 2018, Google Project Zero researcher Natalie Silvanovich also found a critical WhatsApp vulnerability activated by Android or iOS users answering a call that could lead to fully compromise the app. And let's not forget that um, Jeff Bezos was compromised. His phone, his iPhone was compromised through WhatsApp as well. So it does happen. And it was a phishing email or a phishing message. All right, a couple of HIPAA news, HIPAA breach report news items. Um, PHI of... 2009 or 1009 patients potentially compromised in Washington fishing attack. Bellevue, Washington based Overlake Medical Center and Clinics is notifying 109,000 patients that some of their personal protected health information has potentially been compromised as a result of a December 2019 fishing attack. The fishing attack was detected on December 9th and a password reset was performed to prevent further unauthorized access. Overlake determined that one email account was compromised on December 9th or December 6th, sorry, and access remained possible until December 9th when the account was secured. Further email accounts were compromised on December 9th, but access was only possible for a few hours. A review of the affected accounts revealed that they contained patient names, addresses, telephone numbers, dates of birth, health insurance provider names, health insurance ID numbers, and diagnosis and treatment information related to the care provided by Overlake. No social security numbers or financial information was compromised. The investigation uncovered no evidence of data theft and no reports have been received to suggest patient data has been misused. Steps have now been taken to to prevent similar breaches in the future. Yeah, so we've heard all that news before. Um, so <clears throat> multiple accounts compromised through phishing. This means that we don't have the proper training and the proper security in place. Vibrant care rehabilitation phishing attack impacts 1,655 patients, so yet another phishing attack. The California Physical Therapy Provider Vibrant Care Rehabilitation has discovered an employee email account has been compromised following a response to a phishing email. Unusual activity was detected in the email account, and third-party computer specialists were called in to investigate a potential breach. The investigation revealed the email account was accessed by an unauthorized individual between August 20th and August 27th of 2019. A painstaking analysis of the email account revealed it contained the PHI of 1,655 patients. The exposed information varied from patient to patient. In addition to first and last names, the exposed information included demographic information, financial account information, credit or debit card information, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, government or state identification numbers, military identification numbers, passport numbers, alien registration numbers, student identification numbers, medical and treatment information, health insurance information, Medicare or Medicaid numbers, patient numbers, medical record numbers, and prescription information. And of course, again, they say no evidence of data access or data theft was found, and no reports to received to suggest patient information has been misused. So I'm going to say um, this. First of all, at this point, if you're being fished and you don't have multi-factor authentication turned on, you are 
being negligent, in my opinion, especially in healthcare. That's my opinion. Second of all, this happened in August, so that's six months ago. It took them six months to report. Not acceptable. Uh, the first one I reported, it, it was less than two months, so at least, well, actually it was just over two months, but at least they, it was pretty close to 60 days. Uh, and then finally, um, no evidence or data access or data theft was found, and no reports have been received to suggest patient information has been misused. However, I do know that these things get stolen, added to a hacker's website, a dark web website, and they may not get used for months or years. So, I mean, it, it doesn't mean just because in six months or in two months there's no evidence of it. It doesn't mean it won't happen. It can happen. So uh, th that statement should be changed because that's just a CYA statement. And there is a report on HIPAA Journal. <coughs> I always read my HIPAA breach reports from HIPAA Journal, by the way. Um, 2020 Protennis Breach Barometer Report reveals 49% increase in healthcare hacking incidents. According to 2020 Protennis Breach Barometer Report, there were 572 healthcare data breaches of 500 or more records in 2019, and at least 41.4 million patient records were breached. This represents a 13.7% increase in the number of reported breaches and a 174.5% increase in the number of breach records. Um, the number will be higher because we have to, technically 2019 is not finished yet. Um, as far as reporting goes, we still have one more week, it's eight days technically. So you have till February 29th to, to disclose any breaches from 2019. But as we see, some healthcare providers don't do it in 60 days. They wait longer. So, um, the... Report, the report shows a dramatic rise in the number of hacking incidents in 2019, which were up 49% from 2018. 58% 50, of all reported breaches in 2019 were hacking IT incidents, and that's, a lot of that is phishing. And at least 36,911, 36,911,960 records were exposed or stolen in those breaches. It appears hacking incidents, particularly ransomware incidents, are on the rise. Hackers are getting more creative in how they exploit healthcare organizations and patients alike explain protennis in the report there has been a significant increase in healthcare ransomware attacks in 2019 and some new trends are emerging are emerging so prior to file encryption some ransomware gangs have started exfiltrating patient data and threats are being issued to publish the data if the ransom is not paid and let's not forget there was the incident in florida where they actually called the patients and said pay us or we're going to release this information um, as we should know, if you listen to the show or if you pay attention to HIP at all, healthcare at all, the largest data breach of the year was the hacking of American Medical Collection, Medi American Medical Collection Agency, which is a business associate, by the way. Um, the breach impacted multiple healthcare providers and resulted in the theft of more than 20 million patients' PHI. Seven-month breach was only discovered when the patient data was found listed for sale on the dark web marketplace, which is what I was saying earlier. Just because it hasn't been used yet, it doesn't mean it won't. Um, while this is encouraging, oh, insider data breaches due to human error and insider wrongdoing fell by 20% in 2019. ProTennis has attributed the re reduction to increased adoption of healthcare compliance and analytics to detect anomalous behavior as well as improvements to employee education on how to prevent privacy violations. Now, if we can only do the same for phishing, we'd be all set. Um, 
While this is encouraging, the severity of insider incidents increased in 2019 with 3,800,312 records exposed in insider breaches compared to 2,793,607 in 2018. 72 of the incidents were confirmed as the result of insider error and 35 incidents were due to insider wrongdoing. 3,659,962 records were breached as a result of human error and 136,566 records were breached in insider wrongdoings incidents. Healthcare organizations are getting better at detecting breaches. The average time to discover a breach was 255 days in 2018. In 2019, it dropped by 30 days to 225 days. That is still a long time. The median detection time was 44 days. Several insider breaches took more than four years to discover, highlighting the need for an AI-based solutions that can detect abnormal user activity. HIPAA breach notification rule requires data breaches to be reported within 60 days of discovery, yet in 2019, it took an average of 80 days for breaches to be reported up from 73 days in 2018. So again, that just illustrates the point. I've been trying to hammer home for the last few months. We're not doing it the way we're supposed to be doing it. These are all HIPAA violations, and if the OCR decides to crack down, then you're going to be paying fines for that. All right, that's going to do it for the Friday edition of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. Until t- until Monday, stay secure.